Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Dude. What's going on? Are we are we back for number what ten now? Episode ten. We made it to ten episodes. Episode ten. We haven't been canceled yet. Well, I mean, we would have to cancel ourselves. We, yeah. So. Which, honestly, I didn't. I mean, I've made this joke every episode. I didn't think we'd ever get here. Yeah. Yeah. Ten deep. Building up our followers, dude. With some great content. Basically successful. Yeah. Podcast. I think to be successful in a podcast, pretty much you just don't give up. Like, yeah, <laughs> persistency is probably key. For I don't think anyone can stardom. see how many listeners you have anywhere. Yeah. So I mean, we could apparently there's that iHeart Radio Award Show for podcasts. Oh, really? Now. Well, so maybe that could one. be our goal. Like, uh, no, we made it if we don't make work the for trophies. <laughs> no participation <laughs> trophies yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> my success is. Uh, only measured by my self-gratitude. I would consider our success measured by free meals here and there. Yeah, so. I mean, that would probably be the greatest measure. If, like a free meal. Uh, we need to still set up our P.O. box. Karen, set up that P.O. box so people can You're send slacking. us free things. We're on episode 10 and we don't have a P.O. box? Oh, my gosh. What kind of charade are we running here? We are clearly amateurs. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, I'm well, very chillied out still from our chili tour. Which, uh, if you haven't seen the Chili Tour vlog or podcast, uh, y'all should check those out. They're available on our website and on YouTube. Yes, you can catch my awkward video. What would be the term? Uh, I don't know what to do with <laughs> I don't my hands. Know. Yeah, yeah, everything. My uh, body we, language. <laughs> we apparently said the word solid a bunch of times. That was our yeah. main adjective for how <laughs> was say solid chili. and yes, apparently it's solid. too much. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, it's acceptable, I guess, is what we meant well, by... Well, it's, it's better than saying, you know, like just roasting them on the video. I mean, we yeah. got to gotta be like, well, it's edible, it's decent, it's not bad, yeah. you know? I mean, I don't want to torch them in their own restaurant. True. I even <laughs> ate chili all this weekend uh, because, as you know... The temperature dropped below 95, so it was freezing. Wow. So I pulled out my... So did you tell your doctor you were doing this? <laughs> a weekend of a chili tour oh, and then man. another weekend of your own chili? Oh, like I made a bunch of chili. I didn't make a bunch, but like I made chili. It's like chili. a mini three-gallon. I mean, I made like just like two pounds of meat and then a round steak. So however many, however much chili that made. I know that I had like... I broke it down so like I would eat like just a bowl of chili, and then like I'd make a Frito pie later. Yeah, you you can't have yeah. bowl after bowl. You got to mix it yeah, up yeah. with Frito pies and, and maybe I, throw in even a chili dog here and there. Yeah, I, I didn't, but I would have. Uh, definitely a bar s hot dog would go hard in my chili. Um, but yeah, so word on the street is you use some. Uh, Beyond beef in your That's chili? That's a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to dispel this rumor immediately. Uh, that was actually started by your brother. Uh, shout out Joe Bob. Yeah. Uh, but I think he was trying to take a shot at you, and yeah. he inadvertently he took never a shot knows at me. who's posting what. Yeah, we need so to start like putting just, who's he, commenting. He just takes a shot at every post. Yeah. Assuming it's me. Yeah. Since we have differing views on things like the chili with beans. I guess we should, if we're going to post a controversial post, we need to sign who's making the post. That way, p- 
people can take their so. shots accordingly. And if I could comment as myself from the app, I would probably engage it more. But yeah. if I replied back as the page, which is the only option on my phone, yeah, it would get confusing. Yeah. I can do it from my computer, but I'm too lazy to open it up sometimes. So much more work. But yeah, so I made a bunch of chili for football on Sunday and World Series. So go Strohs, man. Yeah, dude. I tell you what, the sleeper is. If you, uh, I mean, you probably already know. Just like you put the cornbread in there and you just like kind of let it soak, and then it's like a little nugget of extra delicious. Yeah, it kind of breaks off into yeah. the chili, and you get it down at the last bite or two. Oh yeah. Yep. And they like leave a little surprise for you down at the bottom in your chili bowl. Yeah. Just game <sighs> over. Yeah. That's how you know it's game over. Anyway, so. uh this is episode ten. Today we are talking about ribs. Everybody's favorite backyard Everybody's barbecue. Favorite. Like I don't think that I've ever been to a barbecue that didn't have ribs. Yeah, I don't I don't so I mean, there was one time I went and they had burgers and bars, hot dogs, and they That's said it was a barbecue. a barbecue. Yeah, not a barbecue. But I was fooled. They're probably but serving White Claw and whatever, <laughs> like White Claw and like uh, chicken salad sandwiches. Not a barbecue. Definitely not. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I guess there's uh, some controversial topics that we could discuss on some ribs. There's a lot of crazy um, methods to doing yeah. ribs, and then I, mean, I don't think anything's controversial. I don't. I mean, I there's the just, right way, and then there's all the other weird ways that people do them, which yeah. are edible, and they're probably not bad, but you can't call it barbecue. And well, yeah. Then, so I yeah. wanted to kind of get off on that too. Um, does it have to be barbecued? Just because it's ribs. Like, I've seen some uh, <laughs> some Instapot ribs <laughs> or hey, Crock-Pot ribs. My wife has made some very delicious Instapot ribs. Yeah, I'm not so, going to lie. Do, they so came out really good. Does it need to be barbecued just because of ribs? Or is that just something that we're accustomed to? Because I saw one that uh, not it's not Crock-Pot, but it was made in a Dutch oven. And, bro, I ain't going to lie, it looked like it went hard. He did like uh, four racks of baby backs in this like uh, Dutch oven with um, some kind of juice, like beer and, uh, you know, he made a juice, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was like chicken stock or whatever, beef stock or something. I didn't really watch it that closely because I was just intrigued. I was like, oh, I bet this is going to go hard. And it was like one of those videos where they're. It's like ASMR, so it's like just the knife hitting the cutting board. Like there's no speaking. You just hear like the river running and the fire. Oh, like that Alamazan outdoor kitchen. Yeah, that guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. It It was was one of those. No, it wasn't that guy, but it was. They they ripped him off. Yeah, and he used the big Serbian knife and everything. You know, Uh, but anyway, so he made them in this Dutch oven and then pulled them out, and I was like, oh yeah, like I would. They were candied. Oh man, I don't think they have to be barbecued. I think if you're looking at like superiority of flavors i think barbecue is just my opinion is the best that i've i've had but there's really other great ways of doing ribs i mean like i said my wife's made some badass instant pot ribs i've actually had some deep fried ribs that will blow your mind Uh, did they smoke them first or do they just i think they just deep fried them man they were it was actually at hens's in wharton oh did they cut them off the rack first and then fry Yeah, they're individually cut yes individually cut in like a cornmeal batter oh dude man they were really good yeah we're gonna have to do that for lunch one day 
Yeah. Ribs can be done a lot of different ways. Was there smoky flavor? No, not really. Huh. It was its own unique. So they like, just cooked salty, it like that, and that was ready It was to like go. a salty, fatty, briny, crunchy. Hmm. It was like fried pork chops on a bone. Yeah. It was it was really good. I could get down with that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen them a few ways. Now, the one way I haven't tried that apparently a, a lot of the Yankee folk swear by is <laughs> uh, boiling ribs before they cook them. Yeah. Like, it's like, apparently a thing. Like you boil them and then you sear them, I guess. Okay. Which I don't know how that works. Maybe some of our northern listeners can enlighten us. But fully I've seen, confused. I, I know it's like a running <laughs> joke on a lot of the the forums. And oh the, yeah, and the groups and stuff. But people really do it. They take it seriously. They boil hmm. them and then like sear them. I don't know. It's weird. But um, I mean, I would try it, like just to troll. I would try any method of food that somebody prepared for me that I trusted the person's opinion on. Yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not that guy, or I'm yeah. not going to try no, something. No, I'm, I'm definitely that guy. Like, I'm not going to go try barbecue in other states. We've I mean, had will. This, we've had this discussion. I'm sorry. I'm dead. That's where I'm at. Um, but no, I, I think, uh, I think it would be all right. I mean, if you boiled it and then, I don't know what. I mean, what's the flavor profile? I guess it's just, it's not smoky, right? Because no, it's you're just gonna. It's got to be a different like, flavor profile if you're just searing it. I don't mm, know. I what about a uh, what about some sous vide ribs? I could see that being either amazing or just terrible. I think the texture might get off. Like you don't have the crispy. Going to break it down, it. but then you'd have to sear it somehow to. Man, Maybe I don't know. With your little uh, torch, you there? could probably torch. I don't know because. It's going to have to be an experiment, I guess. There's got to be a YouTube video on it. I'm sure somebody's done some sous vide ribs. Yeah. If not, that could be a new, new I'm video. just trying to think the texture would be the hardest thing because it's going to break it down. Like, that's why you cook them so long because they're just kind of a tough meat to begin with. Yeah, that's true. So you slow cook them, which that would work in the sous vide, but then... It would just they would be all gray and because uh, when it comes out of the sous vide, it's really ugly. Like a steak is just gray and yeah, unattractive looking, and then you, you hit put it. The, so you put sear the sear it. to it. Well, I think if you hit them with some barbecue sauce and then threw them in the, you'd probably have to throw them in a pit for like an hour to get the sauce to set up and get the smokiness get, to it. Get it kind of get a little bark on it. Yeah. Which I mean, that kind of brings me into one of the. I guess, A or B topics, do you sauce your ribs when you're cooking them or not? Because I think think people are very adamant on which side they stand on. So what I do is a little different, maybe. I don't know if it's it falls either A or B. Um, I make kind of a a sauce glaze on the stove, and in the very last 30 minutes or so, I baste, baste them and let it gel so it's not like a sticky sauce. Yeah, but um, it's kind of a glaze over it that hardens. It's part of the part of the bark. Mm-hmm. I feel like and then I have pretty, the sauce on the side. I feel like it's a pretty common technique. Yeah, that's how yeah. I do mine. Do you wrap? Yeah. Depends. Depends on how fast I want to get them done. I yeah. mean, typically most days I'll do a wrap, but unless I just got all day and I can keep adding to the fire and let them go for a long time but typically i'll i'll cook them for about two hours unwrapped and then wrap them for the last hour and a half and then leave them unwrapped for about 20 30 minutes while i baste them 
Yeah. And that's that's how I generally will do it. And then I'll let it rest. I'll wrap it back up and let it rest for about 10, 20 minutes and then cut them up. Yeah, that's pretty much like exactly what I do. Yeah. I, uh, I'll do them one of two ways, um, either offset smoker or in the Traeger, and, but the technique doesn't change there. So I'll, you know, two, two and a half hours, depending on how they're looking. Also, I never do uh, with the breastbone. I always cut it off. I'm, I'm straight St. Louis style. Oh, really? Yeah. I do um, the whole rack, man. I don't see, like, I, I, the breastbone meat is fine. So if I don't get, if I get one that's the whole thing, I'll just cut it off and cook it separately and then slice it up. It's just hard to, like, slice them when they're on there. It when is. The I, I like St. Louis style, but I'll buy them. If I want St. Louis style, I'll buy them cut already. You know, yeah. I, I won't buy the big size, you know, normal yeah. slabs and then try to cut them St. Louis style. I, I never do it that way. If I buy the big ones, I just, I stand it up on the side and cut down. Wow. Yeah. Uh, generally, it's a little easier to maintain because those bones run super crooked <laughs> yeah. a lot of times. Yeah. So I, uh, so yeah, so I do that two, two and a half hours at like 275 or so. And then uh, hit it with some salt lick barbecue sauce and with spray it with a little bit of apple cider vinegar. Let that set up for like 30 minutes or 20 minutes or so. Uh, and then I'll wrap them in the aluminum foil with a little bit more of the St. Louis, I mean, uh, salt lick. And then like hour, hour and a half just till they feel like really soft and pliable. But not common misconception. Falling off the bone is not good. Changed my mind. Yeah, you want them to be just a little bit before falling off the Yeah, bone. like you should be able to bite through them and see your teeth marks. Yeah, you c- you should be able to pull the bone out if you really, really want to, but not just like falling out. Yeah, that means you overcooked them. Yeah, so generally what I do is a dry rub of uh, a mix. I'll change it up every now and again, but lately I do a mix of Chupacabra and Alamo Cattle Company, Yeah, which is a seasoning review we'll do at some point in the future when AJ tries it. Yeah, but uh, I'll do that <laughs> with uh, salt and pepper, and I'll smoke it. And then I'll come back and I'll make a make a sauce. Generally, I'll start with like a sweet baby ray base and add a bunch of garlic and lemon juice and mustard. And typically, whenever I make a sauce, I'll add the seasoning that I use in my dry rub back into my sauce to accentuate the flavor, if you will. Um, um, and then I'll cook it on the stove. Oh, butter! I forgot butter. Cook it on the stove till it's good and hot. And then uh, baste it down for the last, you know, 15, 20 minutes, like I said earlier. Yeah. Have you ever done the thing um, that a lot of people do with brown sugar, butter, and onions in the uh, aluminum foil? I've seen that. Now, I've added brown sugar uh, to my glaze before, to yeah. my baste, but I've not done it in the foil like that. Yeah, I've seen. That might just be a my people kind of thing. I've seen people, you know, they'll coat it down with that. Before they even cook it. Yeah, this is like, I mean, they throw, I think they throw it in there raw. Like they put all that in some aluminum foil and then put the ribs down in there raw. And then that's how they cook the whole thing. I don't know. I like to keep them, I like to cook the first part of it uncovered and get that good smoky smoke in there. And you get the color, you get get that bark. Dude, yeah. Um, So what's your wood? What's your wood that you're burning? um, Definitely going either pecan, I mean pecan because that's the correct way to say it. Uh, pecan or oak? I like either mesquite or applewood. 
from our rooms. Mm. Uh, oak is always a solid choice. It just doesn't influence the flavor one way or the other. Oak kind of works for everything. But yeah. if I'm looking for my smoke to imprint the meat any, I go for mesquite or applewood generally. Yeah. Um, I just can't. I don't know. Applewood, I think, is really good for pork for, like, shoulder, maybe. I, did I haven't a good done, brisket I haven't with done apple ribs on. I don't really go for sweet on my ribs, I guess. Yeah. So if, if I did, though, for sure, apple wood would be the thing. I generally don't go with too much of a sweet profile. Uh, I mean, I'll add a little bit at the at the glaze or the base, whatever. Uh, yeah. But generally, no, I, I don't like as sweet of a flavor as some of the ribs that are out there. Yeah. Um, one of the best ways that I've ever done ribs, which is probably might trigger some people is not in an offset cooker or uh any kind of smoker really just in a regular like barrel pit like straight oil field style like uh oh really yeah just make the fire on one side and keep them they come out really good you don't got to cook them as long um but i'm not really in the business of trying to like get the food out fast i just want it to be good but yeah i'll do them like just right next to the fire and the bark comes out Really good that way too. I guess just because you just gotta really watch the, your meat when you do it that yeah, way. Yeah, you, you definitely know? gotta go small fire on that. Um, but yeah, I, and then I'll sometimes even throw them right over the coals. You know, with the really really low. Like I'm not searing these things off, but I'll just throw them on there, get a little extra color on them, and oh yeah, they come out pretty pretty solid as you would say. Pretty solid. <laughs> that's definitely gonna have to go on a t-shirt. Yes. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of just the. Uh, I guess the real backyard cooker kind of way, like nothing fancy. I mean, I have one of the char grillers with the offset smoker, and I've found myself not using the actual smoker side of it as much. I just build a fire off to the side, like like you would as using a barrel pit, like you described. I've I've gotten pretty good at just running it that way. You don't have to build as big of a fire, and as long as you're paying attention to it, you can you can smoke just as fine doing it that way. I've had some killer barbecued coming out of a barrel like oh, yeah if because you know a dude that's got a barrel like probably putting in the work definitely oh, yeah. like trial and error now he figured it out like he's been cooking on that barrel you know, for his whole life yeah you know where the hot zones are you yeah. know where to build the fire at you know you just once you know your pit you know how to work it you can get some good results yeah so. are we talking about beef ribs on this ribs episode or are we just sticking to pork man i don't if we're going to do all things ribs, I guess we would have to talk about some beef ribs. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should talk about baby back versus spare versus St. Louis, maybe. I don't really mess with baby backs too much. Is that your thing? Not really. Yeah. I mean, I, that I like them. segment. <laughs> I, I like them. They're good, but there's just not enough meat. If I'm yeah, going to go I mean, through the trouble of cooking ribs, yeah. I want some meat, man. Yeah. Um, the, I like spare ribs the best, the baby The baby backs that I've had... They were definitely more sweet, so I think maybe that works for that. Just because there's not as much meat, I guess, and just yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm definitely on the spare rib bandwagon. Yeah, I mean, as long as you cook it right, the more meat, the better. Yeah, that's where uh, I'm at. Yeah, um, sometimes I'll take that breastbone off of the spare ribs and cook it like a kind of like a steak. Like I'll I'll slow cook it for a little bit and then I'll sear it off if I'm doing like in the barrel, you know, uh, sear it off like that and then it's like it's like a little mid cook snack. Can't argue with that because <laughs> you don't gotta wait as long 
and Man. you just peel it you know off who's of there. always really good on spare ribs who that country pride oh dude shout out country pride yeah we haven't given them a shout no, out have we? their ribs are like outstanding though country pride if you're in el campo it's like old reliable yeah and if you're gonna get barbecue for lunch you don't want to drive far and you, they're always open if you get there late, they may be sold out of ribs. But yeah, it's because they're delicious. Their ribs are badass. Yeah, we used to go there for lunch all the time when I was in school. And it has been the exact same, the same flavors, same everything since when I was in high school. And that's not a bad thing because I, I ate there today. You know what it you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say that their rib game is, I mean, their brisket is great. Sausage is great. They also got chicken fried steak, chicken spaghetti. Different things like turkey and dressing and stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, they mix it up. Yeah, um, but their ribs, though, are like what keeps me coming back always. That's generally all I order there. Yeah. I get ribs and sausage and double green beans because I'm oh, doing keto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Molnar family for, uh, man, they've just been, I don't know how long they've been open for a long time. Yeah, just they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, them boys, the whole Scott, and yeah, they, they, know how, they know their way around a pit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does catering too. He's telling me, uh, oh yeah, got a last minute catering job today for tomorrow. Oh wow! So he's one of those guys. If you're in a pinch, <laughs> he'll 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 show up and deliver great food. Yeah, and time. also, um, if you are feeling lazy, they will smoke a brisket for you. Like you just take it up there, and they charge you by the pound. I don't know how much it is, like a buck or two or something. Yeah, a few pound. places around here do that. I think Mustang Creek will do that too. Oh yeah, I've gotten uh, one from Mustang Creek too. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a. Something I'm going to keep in mind next time. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, we could just do a brisket tour in El, like in Wharton County. Oh, man. But we got to really tour. expand the brisket yeah. tour. I mean, If you want to see us do a brisket tour, uh, let us know in the comments because it's definitely on our list of stuff to do. And if you really, really want to see us do a brisket tour, hit up our Patreon because uh, it ain't cheap for us to travel. And, yeah. uh, I mean, yeah, we do definitely. get to eat it, so it's not a We'd big like deal. We'd like to do a lot of cool shit. But, you know, but yeah, speaking of Patreon... We are bound by the rules of <laughs> of Patreon law. I feel like we're apparently. setting a bad precedent right now. I feel Before like we go into bad, this, <laughs> bad I just want to say that uh, we're setting a bad precedent, and that's all I needed to say. Go ahead. So our our original Patreon supporter up the up the ante on us a little bit, and we are now required to give him a shout out. By his username, <laughs> not his real name. His username, which is Taylor Swift, is the greatest artist of our generation. I think is is. I'm what trying it is. to look it up, but uh, yeah, I think you're right on that. We need to verify that. Hang on, I'm, I'm pulling it. Jamie's pulling it Jamie's up right now. Up. Taylor Swift is the. Oh gosh, it's now. Now it's not loading. It's not oh, yeah. loading the whole thing. Yeah, it's because it's like three million characters long. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift is the best artist of our generation. Shout out to Shout out username <laughs> Taylor Swift <laughs> is the greatest artist of our generation. Yeah, so I well, guess if you want to hear shout out something like that, yeah, uh, probably no brands. We can't do a brand deal like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if you want us to say obscure things for money, then just sign up for the Patreon yeah. and make it. And then we can do a brisket tour. Apparently, we can do a brisket tour. We can do we can do chili tour part two, taco tour, taco tour. I mean, geez, a pho tour. Or we could go national Seafood. and say why our barbecue is better than wherever you live. Tour, dude. I'm gonna sign up for that Patreon. Like we go, <laughs> we take Texas to the country yeah. and just go and 
and roast everyone else. Yes. I'm down. I'm down for that. That would be the most Texas thing ever. Yeah. Here's why this isn't as good <laughs> yeah, as... This is why you're wrong. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to talk about beef ribs real quick, just because we're on ribs. Um, number one, they're delicious. Number two, not that hard to cook. You just got to have patience. But they come out like brisket on a stick, so do it. I've had beef ribs that were really good twice in my life, and that's it. Were the I've, other ones just tough? The other ones were either tough or like way overcooked and stringy. Yeah. So it's it's one of those you got to hit the you got to hit the time and temp dead on the yeah. money for for beef ribs. Yeah, dude. Um, that is for sure. They're just so expensive. They are, man. Like if you go to a restaurant and buy them, they're like twenty twenty five bucks a piece. And they're very labor intensive to cook. Yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna do beef ribs, I'm probably just gonna do a brisket. Yeah. It's, that's where I'm at with beef ribs. Yeah, I made some, and it took me like seven hours, and they still weren't they weren't as tender as they needed to be. I was a little disappointed in myself, but I mean, yeah, they still tasted great. I'm gonna just admit it; I haven't successfully cooked beef ribs. Yeah, and that's okay. It's it's and a tricky okay. dish. Yeah, I mean, we're, neither one of us has ever claimed to be professionals. I mean, we're just two guys that happen to have microphones. Yeah, and like food and music. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, it's okay to admit your shortcomings. Yes, because which uh, I have many. Yeah, I mean, your wife listed about three million off the other day. Yeah, I'm yeah. just kidding. Let's not get it into was that like one. Two point five, <laughs> um, dude. Um, what else are we talking so about today? If we're talking about ribs. There's there's one kind of rib that is also a pork rib that's not the same as what you get in a store. Okay. And that's whenever you do wild hog. Yes. The the rib meat off a wild hog, if cooked right, is really good. People are always finicky about eating wild game, but first of all, it's not even really wild anymore. Like it's wild, but it's not like wild wild. I mean they probably had a bad experience where they ate something that wasn't dressed out right or and cleaned probably right. Somebody didn't know how know. to cook it. They didn't know how to cook it, but I mean you do that right, it's some of the best barbecue you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. Uh, for my twenty fifth birthday I borrowed the rotisserie from the Pratkas and I went down to the they actually gave me the hog too from their nice. hog pen. And uh we went to Surfside and set up the rotisserie behind the beach house and we slow cooked a hog for about 22 hours. Dang. And that was the best barbecue I've ever cooked. Still to this day. I will claim it as the best. That's a lot of buildup because I'm sure... I have pictures of the whole thing. Man. Everybody was like hanging out. Dude, everybody like, in the neighborhood <laughs> like walked by like, Hey, buddy. Hey, when is that going to be what's, ready? What's you doing like, over tomorrow. there? Tomorrow. Yeah. That looks interesting. Can you yeah. tell me about it? Yeah. Can you uh, please invite me? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like you really got to gotta knock it out of the park at that point because people were waiting on that thing for a day. So we did that. And for the birthday party, we did a tacky tiki party. And everybody dressed up in the most awful tacky Hawaiian looking nice. outfits. And it was it was as corny white people as you can imagine. <laughs> it was like an ugly sweater party, but in the summer. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, I bet there were some people that just showed up in in full dress, but that's just what they wear every day. Yeah. They're and on in that surfside, life. yes. That's they're on island time and yeah. That's what happens. Like, they ain't owned shoes in, like, 23 years, probably. I, I, 
Actually, we need to post some of those pictures for <laughs> Throwback Thursday yes. because I got some really good ones. Let's yeah, we'll post those to the uh, the podcast page. So did y'all just like build a fire and rotisserie so, it on there? Or? So the rotisserie has a firebox under it. Okay. And, uh, you know, you hook that up to a motor and the whole platform spins. So yeah. You, you take the hog and you wire it down to the platform. Got it. And then you stab it with uh, onions and lemons and all the stuff you want to cook with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we actually had to run to the hardware store and build a a wind block. So oh, we got yeah. we got two four by eight sheets of plywood and framed out a wind block in front of the firebox. So the the meat actually or the the platform actually sat a little bit above the four by eight plywood. Got you. And as the smoke came up and went over the plywood, it rolled back over the meat. Nice. So it actually worked out really well. Yeah, that was and like a science experiment. Yeah, we we had to, we we used an entire truck bed full of oak to cook that thing, Dude. and it was about twenty two hours worth of worth of cooking. And once we actually had to get a sop, you know, it was actually I want to say about ten hours in, we started sopping it. Yeah, and it's we used. Uh, I think Brent gave me the recipe for the sop, but it was uh, mustard and lemon juice and vinegar and seasonings. Yeah. And, but, man, I'm telling you, that was still the best barbecue. I, I don't know that I could duplicate it. I don't it think you could. one of those things. It's just like the stars aligned. Yeah. Yeah. So My um, friend actually, uh, my friend Kevin, for that barbecue, he came in and brought some uh, rub that his buddy's dad made. Nice. And it was like two gallon Ziploc bags full of this rub that was homemade and we use it for that barbecue i'm telling you the whole thing came together like it was meant to be it was awesome So y'all just did like straight whole hog and everybody just peeled it off and ate it well we we cut it up we mm. after after it was done cooking we cut it up and quartered it but yeah everybody was just eating it off the bones dude primitive yeah i mean we cut we cut the the back strap out and the tenderloin out and that kind of stuff yeah but, but yeah it was still badass though dude what about the head no, we didn't take. The, I didn't even take the head down there with oh, me. Oh, okay. Uh, it was. It was going to make some good old tamales out of that. I know. It was already dressed out, and yeah, the cooler was full. I wasn't ready to get get down on the tamales just yet. <laughs> Can't argue with that, though, dude. I'm going to have to try that. Yep. We need to do a field to table episode where we go and slaughter a pig ourselves, like stab it in the throat or in the heart or whatever. Yes, that would be awesome. I'm down for that. <laughs> so chase some dogs for 30 minutes and go slit that no, pig's we'll just, throat open. And does it count if we just go to the hog pen and no. shank it? No, I don't, I don't even know if that's legal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there are no laws against hog cruelty, okay? In Texas, they want to get rid of, rid of as many hogs as possible. Yeah. I mean, you can literally rent a helicopter and shoot them by the hundred, and nobody will say Just a word. Just slay them. Shout Other out than that's to, cool. Uh, I want to do it, too. Shout out to uh, Texas killer Anthony Amentine. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll bring him down, and we'll do a whole thing. That's his thing, right? He yeah. He's a bunch of hog killing. Yeah, he's, a, he's the pig slayer. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be fun. You know what's not cool, though? What? I'm ready to transition. What's really not cool oh, is fast food restaurants trying to serve barbecue. Yes, Are we ready for that? that? I'm yeah. sorry. I was excited. Are we going into the tangent of the month? Tangent of the month. Let's go into it. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Let's just go ahead and start with the most triggerable one, the McRib. The McRib has got its own like fanfare thing. Yeah. I've never even had one. 
It's totally. I've had one. It's I, fabricated. It's. I think it's just ground up pork it pressed is. into a patty and then smothered with whatever sauce. It's they not have. even ribs. It's actually um, pork shoulder. Oh, they they wait till the price of pork is like bottomed out and they just buy a bunch of it when it's at the lowest price, and that's how they do their. That's why it's seasonal. That's why it's not all the time. It's also they, a marketing ploy. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm sure that has something to do with. I mean, I'm sure they're deep into the pork futures. Yeah, uh, but. Mostly it's a marketing ploy, like, oh, it's only available for three months of the year, so everybody got to go get it. Yeah, but yeah, it's pretty much pork shoulder made by the Smithfield Company, who probably makes all of the pork that you buy at the grocery store. Um, Which, the way pork is raised commercially like that is kind of horrendous. Yeah. It's pretty pretty awful if you look into that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they just take... I mean, they're they're basically making chicken nuggets. They take the pork shoulder, grind it all up. I mean, I mean, it's pretty much like a hot dog, but they not press in it a into different a patty. casing. Yeah, they press it into a bone-shaped patty, mm-hmm. and then slather it in whatever barbecue sauce to make it smoky flavored. Yeah. I don't know. I I've actively avoided the McRib for that reason. Yeah. I mean, I I love real barbecue, and I've. I generally don't eat anything with barbecue sauce at restaurants, no. even like no. I don't dip my nuggets in barbecue sauce or I, I don't get barbecue once. sauce wings even. Yeah. You know, I, I, call me crazy. I just, if I'm going to eat barbecue, I want it to be real barbecue. If I'm going to eat anything that's barbecued or supposedly barbecue, I want to see the smokestacks when I pull up. Yeah. I want to smell like smoke when I leave. Is that too much to ask? Like, I want the guy that's preparing it for me to have black lungs. Well, I don't want him to, you know, have black lungs and no be he cancer ridden to, because no, he's he needs to be sacrificing the, his life. He needs for my to be food, near the pit, man. <laughs> this is the choice you make. This is the choice you make when you are a pit master. Like, you cannot get the smoke smell off of your body, and that's like your cologne, and people know. I'm all about going into a barbecue place and leaving smelling like smoke. That's one of the telltale signs. Dude. If, it's a must, really. In I mean, El Campo, at McKeska's, there used to be a small little, like where the lunchbox is now. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out McKeska's on a Wednesday lunchbox. Chicken fried steak. Get or, there early. Or on the highway. On the, the highway on Thursday. Yeah. But uh, Wednesday, it's like a family affair. Like you go in there, you're going to sit with some strangers at some picnic tables. Yeah, all they have are long bench tables. Yeah. And it's homemade fried chicken. Yeah. All you can eat. But it's between really that space and the main restaurant space in town, there was a little thing called the pit. And it was open air, and that's where the pits were at. And they'd pull the brisket out of there and slice it up for you. Uh, they don't do that anymore. But that's how you knew like it was good because you walked in, and you're breathing in smoke. Yeah. Barbecue. McDonald's? No. I went to a place in uh, Dallas or Frisco, you know, the Metroplex up there. It was yeah. called uh, called Hard 8. Hard 8? Okay. Yeah. I know that kind of sounds like a mediocre strip club. <laughs> Our girls wow. aren't a 10, but they're a Hard 8. But wow. Anyway, uh, you go in there, and they have, <laughs> <laughs> they have like four or six open pits and smokers going, yeah. and they're pulling the meat straight off the off the open pits in there, and that, oh, that yeah. place was really good. Yeah, that's uh, that Hard 8. I think that place was mentioned a lot on the uh, Facebook group that we both got banned from this week. Oh, yeah. Speaking of tangents. Shout out to 
the North, North Texas Barbecue yeah. Addicts on Facebook. And by shout out, we mean fuck you guys for banning us. Maybe we did something wrong. I don't know. We I didn't mean, do anything. I wish I that shared one post. I shared a post as well. Maybe it's because it was a post from the Beats and Beats page and they wanted to make money or they're just very strict on their rules. But not no, even a warning or a yeah. hey, these are the bylaws. And like you when you post something then admin has to accept it or uh, allow it to be on the timeline. Yeah, yeah. And so you accepted yeah. it, and, and then, then you banned us. Sh- then you shadow ban us. Yeah, no, it wasn't even a shadow ban. It was a straight ban. Out, out, outright ban us yeah. for no reason. Anyway, yeah. that heartache barbecue. I asked a question, and I said, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast about brisket. Where are the best brisket pa- places in North Texas?" And it got like 200 comments. From people talking about where to go, and Heart Eight was one of the main ones. But then, and then the post got uh, removed, and I was. I banned. mean, I've, I've been to Heart Eight. I can vouch for the place there. Yeah. It's really good. That's how the uh, the Luling City Market is. Also, you walk into the little back room, and that's where all, all the pits are. Yeah. And there's like a fire on the ground, and same with the well-known yeah. Salt Lick. You know, they got the oh, yeah, center of the restaurant. Yeah, giant pit going, but I'm we kind of we tangented off we of our tangent. tangent. It was a double tangent. Inception. We were talking um, about how awful commercially made fast food barbecue places yeah, are. I posted a video of the Subway brisket sandwich, and dude, I'm sorry. I mean, maybe if I lived in like I don't know Chillicothe, Ohio. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted Is that some a real town. Yeah, Google it. And I wanted some brisket. And of course, I'm in Chillicothe, so maybe there isn't 14 great barbecue spots all in one tiny county. I guess maybe I would go to Subway and get a brisket sandwich. But dude, it's just disrespectful to the entire culture, man. Like, I yeah. feel like I want to start a change.org petition to just. I mean, make it illegal. Like I'm not, if I'm you're not relying for more government on, ever, but that should be illegal. If you're relying on Subway for your brisket, I I feel for you, man. It looks disgusting, I've, even man. in their promo. Like I've seen photos, and I'm sure the photos that people take on their own are just, you know, they might be ugly. They're they're not photographers or whatever. Maybe they had a bad day. They didn't glue the sandwich together before yeah, they. But their <laughs> took a promotional video looks disgusting. The fat's not rendered, like. The smoke ring is non-existent, which smoke ring isn't that important because the smoke ring actually has nothing to do with how it's going to taste. It's all just based on the temperature and whatever, different physical Yeah, I've had uh, great things. smoke ring brisket that wasn't that great. Yeah, the smoke yeah. ring is irrelevant. It just looks pretty. Um, but yeah, this had just, just, this is garbage. Please don't do it. Stop doing it. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Subway. Subway. Stick to the who's Caprese another, who's one. Who's another culprit of... Poor meat, Arby's. fast food. Arby's. Yeah, Arby's would definitely be there. Yeah, they I have. Mean, the apparently, meats. they have the meats. Yeah, but no. Stick. Just because they have them doesn't mean they give a fuck about them. Yeah, their main thing <laughs> back in the day was roast beef, and they should just stick to that. Because um, I'm sure they got like a decent pastrami or something. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. maybe I don't know. But don't do barbecue. Don't do barbecue. Oh, it's 13 hours slow smoked. Where? Where was it slow smoke? You're telling it me wasn't Timmy that makes, makes $8 an hour. Yeah, he's like showing up stoned out of his mind. You think he's the guy that's out there tending the fire? No, he's not. Because the fire doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's an electric smoker, if anything. It's, it's not probably even, an oven. I'm pretty sure it's not smoked on premises. 
Yeah. They're definitely bringing it in like, oh my gosh. I don't want to shout anyone else out or roast anyone, but I had a very well-known barbecue spot in San Antonio um, that I this girl that I was dating was like, hey, let's go to this place to get barbecue. And I was a younger man, so I didn't really know. But, uh, I mean, I'm from El Campo, so, like, you know, I know some barbecue a little bit. <coughs> and I get there, and I'm, like, I walk in, and it, it looks like a Luby's cafeteria. It's huge. And I'm, like, outside, and I'm, like, where's the smokestacks at? Like, where's the pits? And then I go inside, and I'm, like, it doesn't even smell like smoke in here. Where, what's, what's the case? And then, like, we eat it, and, of course, I'm disgusted. And I'm like, okay, well, that was a waste of, like, $25. And, like, we're leaving, and I ask her, I was like, hey, what's, where, where do they, where's the smokehouse at? Where's the, uh, where are the pits? Where's the smokestacks? And she's like, oh, no, uh, they smoke it all in one central location in San Antonio, and then they truck it out to all oh, the restaurants. Oh, no. And I was like, dude, just stop. I broke up with her as soon as we left. Wow. That's the honest truth. That's like, well, I didn't. Okay, I'm a liar. I didn't break up with her as soon as we left because she was my ride back to San Marcos. (laughs) But as soon as we got, as soon as we crossed it into the San Marcos city limits, I went ahead and dropped it on her. I was like, hey, listen, I just can't take you seriously as a human being anymore if you thought that place was good. Damn. You just crushed this poor girl's future. Did she drop out of college after that? Uh, I mean, yeah. Damn. Maybe. That's brutal, man. <laughs> brutal. Anyway, um, yeah, so Arby's, um, their original name was R period B period. Aren't they owned by Jack in the Box? They're owned by a company called, uh, I want to say, on, I had it pulled up. They're tied into Jack in the Box. They are op- owned by, hang on, I'm pulling it up. We're 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 spitting out facts these days, folks. We're not just rambling on about things that don't even matter. Or maybe we are. I don't know. They're owned by a company. Of course, they're like a subsidiary, so whatever. I don't know. But they're owned by someone that Maybe I'm going to put a pause right here and <laughs> Uh they are owned by Inspire Brands. And Inspire Brands owns uh, Jimmy John's, Sonic, Buffalo Wild Wings, Rusty Taco. Rusty Taco? You never heard of it. My dad has. (laughs) That sounds like (laughs) something your dad has heard of. Shout out to the legend. JB. (laughs) If you know, you know. Dude, can we please have him on the podcast? Oh, man. I don't... In his El Camino. Still got the El Camino? Doesn't have the El Camino no more. Oh. It'd be a lot cooler if he did. Dude, how did he get rid of it? Long it, story. Mm. Long story. I know it wasn't by choice. It's definitely not podcast appropriate story. Of course not. You. Nothing would be. But dude, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out Tony's dad. I don't even want to say his name because he might be. If you know him, you know. Yeah. You know the legend. You know the legend. If you've been to the beach house, you've been to Surfside, you know. Dude, we need to have him on the podcast. We'll disguise his voice. We won't do a video. Yeah. We'll just. If nothing else, just for like the. 
what the fuck are you talking about commentary yeah. like just just to randomly <clears throat> chime in to get, get us get us off the tangents yeah i mean the man hasn't had an el camino with the don't tread on me license plate yeah exactly yeah anyway um he doesn't eat at arby's by the way i doubt that he, he i mean he may have but I, he doesn't eat there regularly no no um arby's menu currently has um garlic butter steak sandwich and what did you say they had the petite filet yeah they're claiming some shit to be a petite filet which we covered in a previous episode that is a very high dollar cut of meat and they ain't putting it on no sandwich at arby's so yeah that's Um, false advertisement right there they also have a maybe petite means it's just a little bit of a filet like here's 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 like a a half an ounce of a filet yeah or something they have um King Hawaiian King's Hawaiian roast beef slider, fire roasted Philly that actually roast might be beef. Good. King's Hawaiian rolls make well, that for can probably really good sliders. Anything. Yeah, and I mean they've been in the roast beef game forever, I guess. But anyway, French dip, eh. um, yeah, whatever they got. Oh, and their euros. Yeah. Well, I don't want your steakhouse smokehouse brisket. It doesn't even look like brisket, bro. Oh my god! And this is the picture they put out to the world. Like yeah. this isn't even a like actual photo. Somebody in a downtown apartment building probably looks, from looks at that and thinks it's great. Yeah, doesn't matter where they're from. I'm yeah. just saying it could be in a downtown Houston apartment building. Some guy in Midtown doesn't know what he's looking at. Dude, I mean they they exist even in Houston. Just because we're in Texas doesn't mean that they don't exist here. Yeah, so. Is there anybody else that's ruining, trying to ruin the good name of barbecue in the fast food sector? Rudy's? Is that fast food? No. I don't know that it's fast food, but man, I would, t- I would eat Rudy's in any other state, but in Texas, I don't know, man. I, I've I went never to, had Rudy's. I went there and I was just was not impressed. No. So now we're just flaming people. No, we're not flaming them. Like in terms of like fast food restaurants, there's no. they got a bunch of locations. Oh, really? so they're like all franchised out. Okay. Yeah, they're a franchise barbecue place. Then, you know they they have prime rib on the menu, and it wasn't terrible, mm. but the brisket and the ribs weren't that great. Yeah, I feel like barbecue isn't franchisable. I mean, there's another. I mean, what was what it? Dickie's Barbecue. There's mm. one in Houston that I think that's a franchise. Man, I don't know. I think like. Two or three locations tops, like even that, like the Blacks family, they've got several locations, but it's all like different members members of the family, and they're still killing it. So it's hard to carry the real authenticity across a, a yeah. bunch of locations. Salt Lake has a couple of locations, like, um, but definitely you're only going to get so many people one. that really give a shit about your way of doing things. Yeah, you can't teach people to care. Exactly. But uh, yeah, like Aaron Franklin, Franklin has always talked about how like that's it they're not going to expand like they've already expanded once from a trailer to a building and he said that's it like this is how many briskets we can cook in a day we can cook a hundred i don't He's know like, we're maybe, not going to open we a should, seven maybe second we should location. send him a picture of that smoker we saw on the chili <laughs> oh, tour dude it was like that a, had to be the biggest smoker i have ever seen in my entire we should have stopped how did we not stop we were know. in a rush yeah we, we saw just, a uh, it was a tanker truck Barbecue. It was pit. like two tanker trucks welded together. <laughs> it was like a double wide. <laughs> Dude, I mean, no, like long ways. Like it had to be 90 foot. 
oh, it was man. like 90 foot of smoker in that thing dude it was the biggest smoker i've ever seen in my life it was yeah. it was built up with a platform and stairs to yeah, get up man. to the cook surface and yeah I, I don't even want to know how much wood that takes to dude, get going. who even knows man what was that place that we stopped at we didn't eat at which barbecue Oh, uh, something Waller, County, Waller Southside, County. Southside Market, I think. No, no, no. It was called Waller. Southside's a different place. Waller County Barbecue. Oh, was it where, Waller County Barbecue? That's where we stopped to get fuel because it's right across from a Bucky's, and the Bucky's was it's like. It's not far outrageous. from a Prairie View A and M. Okay, it's it's right down that that area, but, but it was uh, packed. The yeah, food looked legit. The food looked good. <laughs> we were gonna get we were gonna get something just to try it, uh, but the line was really long. So that tells yeah. me that it was probably. And you really can good. tell that some college kids. Definitely threw up in the restroom. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I could tell that because... Day? I mean, yeah, it was Sunday morning, so... It was Sunday morning, and it definitely looked like Mad Dog or... Oh, wow. Coon Dog Punch, something of that nature. Whoever this poor kid was, that escalated he got so wasted. Quickly. Wasted the night before. Escalated. And that so was probably his first stop. Like, I'm going to get some barbecue and make myself feel better from this hangover. <laughs> and hey, we've both been there. We know yeah. how it is. <laughs> yeah. But there was like 20 people in line at God, there was 10 so 30 in the morning, maybe yeah. 11. And it smelled delicious. Food looked delicious. Yeah, it looked good. But we weren't waiting in no line. We yeah, were on we the chili tour. That. We were on the yeah. chili. We'll have to go back, though, because. I, they looked like a pretty solid choice to me. <laughs> solid, yeah. How many times can we say solid in an episode? One more time. Solid. <laughs> um, dude, I think I'm done. I'm done uh, carrying on and crying about fast food barbecue. Well, yeah, that was one of the main tangents. But also, just a reminder, fuck the North Texas Barbecue Addicts Group for <laughs> banning us for no reason. Um, Maybe they just okay, wanted now money. I'm done. They just wanted money. Maybe probably. they just wanted us to pay them and not tell us why they banned us. Even though Whatever. That's if you're a member of the, the group, maybe send us a copy of the rules. Send us a copy of the rules, yeah. or if you happen to be an admin that listens to this, shout out and let us know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, can't can't fix a fuck up if we don't know why we're fucking up. That's so. true. Anyway. So what's the uh, what's the musical segment we got today? Uh, we are doing an album called. Uh, What's the, the war on everything? The war on it? everything by, by the, the glorious, glorious sons. sons. You may know the glorious sons by their mainstream hit "Sold Off Shotgun." They Never play that it. on the radio a lot. Ninety-four-five plays it all the time. I listen to the radio. It's a great song. I quite like it. Uh, mm. But they're actually a Canadian rock band. I've been listening to some other some other acoustic stuff lately. Yeah, Tony's like, "Hey, let's try this band." He's like, "But they're from Canada," and I was like, "Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, we got it. We got to expand bands from it. Canada." Our Lady Peace, like one of my favorite bands ever. They're from Canada. They were playing at BuzzFest in Houston this last weekend. Isn't Celine Dion from Canada? Probably. Yeah. Is she like French Canadian? Or Alanis Morissette, maybe? One of they, them. they both are. Yeah. I can't back that up. Why are we shouting out facts that aren't facts? We don't know. <laughs> I thought we weren't doing that anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. That's all we do. Uh, but yeah, Glorious Sons. Uh, I had never heard of them until uh, today when I listened to the album for the first time. That is not true. Because there was another unplugged album that I added to our Spotify account. And I oh, made I you listen, listen to, to a few of those I don't songs. I listen to that playlist. But I made you listen to a few of the okay. songs. Okay, so this is the second time. <laughs> I, I do listen to that playlist. I just was being difficult. You should listen to that playlist also. It's, um, also, Meets and Beats podcast is officially on Spotify. Yes, we are. Um, so if you listen to Spotify more than you do yeah. wherever you're listening to us now, 
just hit it up. Apparently, they thought we were playing music on our podcast since uh, it says Meets and Beats podcast. But just a quick little email and let them know, hey, you should actually listen to stuff before you ban it from your page. Yeah, or let people know. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. Anyway, we are uh, uh, all of our episodes are on Spotify. But this um, this album, I feel like is a perfect example of quality. I mean, quantity over quality, because I could have narrowed this album down from fourteen to eight. Yeah, there was some good tracks mixed in, but there was some that definitely felt like a little bit of filler. Yeah, like uh, people are always talking about why are you putting out albums that are only ten songs when you wrote forty songs for the album. Well, it's because they picked the 10 best ones, and I think this one, they wrote like 20-something songs, and they were like, oh, let's just record all of them. I feel like that uh, a lot of the members maybe have different musical styles, yeah, and they I'd do like different lot, songs though. for different members, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, a couple of them, the lyrics and the way it was written was very, very well done, I thought, I mean, yeah. songwriter-wise. The songs you know. that were good were really good. Uh, the songs that I didn't like, I really just didn't yeah, want they, to exist. I think we kind of agreed on the ones that we didn't like. They kind of had like a punk, yeah, like a punk kind of feel to them. Yeah. Maybe like kind of noisy. That didn't. I don't know. It just didn't flow well for me on yeah, some of them. I, I did like that they were kind of all over the place with their, I guess, musical styling of the songs, um, because I mean. Unless you're Metallica, I don't want to hear songs that sound the same. Yeah. Like, I like the just the the name of the album, A War on Everything. That's kind of like, they talk about it a little bit in, in the self-titled track, but that's kind of where people are at these days. They're just yeah. waging war on everything. It doesn't matter if it's nonsense or doesn't matter. It's just everybody's mad about something. <laughs> yeah. The first song, like the first few seconds, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I got to listen to you know, eight more of these. But then the second track was one of my favorite standout tracks, uh, and it is called A War on Everything. Yeah, the that's title what track. I just said. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. the first song kind of hits you with that punk <laughs> stuff that yeah. you make it, if if that's your first impression of the album, yeah, you're probably, I don't know, You may if you're into that stuff, you'll get excited, but I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> so. so the I kind of was almost not a fan of The War on Anything because I was like, dude, I was like, this song is basically Champagne Supernova. It's the same chord progression. The melodies are very similar. Uh, even the guy's voice sounds like Kinda, the yeah. Gallagher guy and whichever one he is. The brother's Gallagher, right? Is it Noel? Something like that. Anyway, yeah. uh, somebody fact checked that. I'm probably wrong. But anyway, that song sounded just like it. I was like, oh, my God. And then I listened to it more. I was like, oh, okay, I like it. Um, another standout track for me. Uh, basically, I've got, I think... Uh, seven standout tracks, uh, and by standout tracks, I mean those are the only seven that should have been recorded for this album. Uh, the law, the laws of love and war. That, that one is really like good. really songwritery sounding one. That's the, that's when I my will to live came back after listening to the first six songs that weren't good. Um, well, except for the number except two. Except for number two. Uh, a, love, a war on everything, and then uh, one more summer. That was like very bangery. It's like real, like riff rock, bluesy, yeah, kind of a thing happening. I was really into that one. Um, then I'm on your side, kingdom in my heart. 
Lean, uh, Lean on Me Love, and Pink Motel. Pink Motel was another kind of songwritery. Yeah, I thing. like that one a lot too. I this think we're band, pretty much uh, on the same page on the songs that we liked yeah. a lot. This band, I, I thought the Closer to the Sky song wasn't too bad. Which one? Number four. Closer to the Sky. Huh? Yeah, I thought that one was. I'm, right, I'm going to re-listen to this album because, like I said, I only listened to it once. Um, but I think I might give it another listen because yeah, th- the song, like I said, the songs that were good were really good. Um, I like lyrical content on this record. Where I really I like got into these guys, stuff. they had a uh, live, a live unplugged album that came out back in April. Yeah, and it's nothing, nothing that was recorded new on that. It was all, it was like all their previous best songs that they performed live, I guess. And there was some really good ones on there. Uh, that's what really got me into this band. They actually did a cover of uh, Conway, Kanye West's "Runaway" huh. on that album, which is like. That out definitely a different take on that song um but uh, overall i think i would give this one a three star i mean I, so what is that prime <coughs> yeah you're going prime what are we doing what is what's this the uh, select choice select choice prime, prime. wagyu yeah. kobe yeah so definitely i'd go with prime on that yeah i like it I, I i got songs on there that i'll definitely add to my playlist and listen to again yeah um i would go prime if I'd only heard the seven songs that I liked. So I'm going to have to go choice. You're going to go choice. I'm going to go two out of five choice. Two out of five. Yeah. But um, these guys kind of sounded like uh, the plain white tees, older brother. Oh, yeah. Like, like I definitely heard a bunch of Hey There, Delilah in like one or two of these songs. Oh, yeah. Which I'm, that's not a bad thing. Not I a like, bad thing. I loved that song back in 2006 or seven. <laughs> Or whenever that dropped, yeah, they had uh, check out some of their live tunes, man. There's definitely some uh, some good musicianship over the over the course of what they put out. Yeah, you know, I think there's at least one of the members that writes some very deep lyrical songs. You know, there's yeah, the stuff was dark. I'm like the sawed off shotgun song that's pretty popular. If you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's it's a very dark like dark song but it's it's definitely has some poignant meaning in today's society you know yeah. what i mean it's uh definitely some interesting stuff out of that band so yeah i would like to go see i feel them like live. they'd be better live yeah. than recorded like a lot of those songs i feel like would be even better live than on the tracks that i heard yeah that was kind of <clears throat> kind of the way i took that band is some bands you see them live and they just blow you away but it doesn't translate as well into the recording yeah and i feel like this could be one of those bands so yeah. I think um, they're coming to Houston like January next year. Okay. Might be something to check out. How big are they? Are they like Cynthia Woods big or are they like they're, they're either like Verizon Theater Okay, or, that's uh, where I'm that's where I want to see them. Or uh, what's the White White Oak White Music Oak Hall? Music hall? Po- yeah. Possibly it's that. It's not venue. actually a music hall, it's a outdoor venue, but they just call things what they want, I guess, these yeah. days. Um yeah. Um I'm good on that record. I got a couple of side notes. Uh unless you want to talk about that record some more. No, it's I wasn't prepared for side notes. So, so. dude. Uh, I think it's actually only one side note, maybe I don't know. Um Sturgill Simpson with Tyler Childers tour just announced. Uh Texas dates are March twenty seventh in Dallas, March twenty eighth in Austin, March twenty ninth in Sugarland. Tickets go on sale November the 8th at 10 a.m. 
Oh, we'll definitely be going to one or two of those shows. I'm definitely going to try to hit the Sugarland's got to be Sugar the Smart Land. Financial Center, yeah. which for that Sturgill record is probably going to be amazing. Yeah, that's where yeah. he played last time that he came through Houston. That, so. I like that venue because they can rearrange the seating in yeah. a whole lot of different ways. I think they can go from like a really high capacity crowd to a really small capacity crowd by moving the the seats around. It's all modular. It's yeah. pretty cool. Dude. I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. Karen, uh, can you work that into the budget, please? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Check the Patreon account. See if we got enough to, yeah. to fund that expedition. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm going to self-fund that because I want to see them either way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. We're not going to embezzle money out of the company to go do that. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be technical. I mean, we're a music yeah, review. it's not embezzling. Show, it's, right? it's part of the content that we're We're going to go ahead and interview Sturgill for the podcast that day. So, Karen, I, line that up also. Yeah, you. I don't know. You would probably <laughs> fangirl faint if you did that. I would throw up. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It would be like I ate a Subway brisket sandwich and just immediately vomit. <laughs> um, also, but for totally opposite reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, side, also, side note, um, I went and saw my buddy John Stork play this weekend. Uh, he had a show here in El Campo at Greek Brothers, and they killed it. Oh, you yeah? You should have come, but I know you're moving and stuff, so I didn't want to bother yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, b- I bet that show is probably good enough to have some people shed some tears. There was definitely some tears shed. Um, I think my favorite song that he played that night was called Windmill in the Dark off the new record that he just put out called Radio Cowboy. So uh, y'all check it out. John Stork. It's J-O-N, not J-O-H-N. Ah, I'll have to check that out next time he's in town. Uh, man, it's uh, it's a real good record. It just came out. We probably could have reviewed it, but now I'm kind of giving it a review right now. Well, it's good. I'm giving it for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, Wagyu. Four out oh, of five. It's that good. Yeah, because if, so. if I would have gotten to play the jaw harp on it, a jaw harp solo, like I begged him to let me, I would give it a, 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 prime, or a Kobe. I'd have given it five out of five, but... He didn't yeah. let me play on the jaw harp, so I gave yeah. it four. Out of Anytime five. you can play on a record, we gotta put it five out of five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the rule. Yeah. Anyway, it's called Radio Cowboy. It's our scale. It's called Radio Cowboy. <laughs> Check it out, um, dude. I think I've rambled enough today. Yeah, I think we got it. Episode ten in the books. We'll see the uh, Podcast Nation next week. Podcast Nation. Didn't we have something else we were going to call it? Oh, uh, what is it? Uh, Mastication Nation? I don't think that was a thing. No. I would remember that. Mastication that Nation? That, that could be on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, if we get enough following, I think it could be a thing. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> All right. We're out. <laughs>